All right, well, welcome back to the Drivecast. My name is Matthew, and I serve as the teaching pastor at LifePoint Westerville. And uh, today we're continuing on in Revelation chapter 16 and looking at verses 8 through 16. In the previous verses, we, we see these three angels who are pouring out bowls of God's wrath. It's this symbolic language that's being used. And the judgment, it said, is being poured out against the idolatry of the world against those who have received the mark of the beast and worship its image. And we see the the response in heaven to this judgment, to this wrath from God. And it says that those who are part of, of, of the family of God and the angels, they are praising God for his judgment because it's just and because he's holy. But as we read on in, in chapter 16, that the angels, they continue to pour out God's judgment on the world. And the response that we see on earth to God's judgment is very different than the response in heaven. Rather than responding in repentance to the judgment of God, rather than praising him for who he is, it says that the people cursed the name of God and they refused to repent. They refused to glorify him because their hearts were hardened against God and against his holiness. And this response that that we're seeing here in Revelation 16 It's so consistent with what Paul writes about in Romans chapter 1. Listen to what he says. The wrath of God, the judgment of God, is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God or gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Paul tells us that that God has made himself known to his creation. The existence of God, the character of God, it's been made plain to us. And he has poured out his judgment and wrath on creation, not because he's angry, not because he's being spiteful, but in order to lead us to repentance, to draw us back to himself so that we will turn from our sin and turn from our idolatry. And you see, God's judgment, it leads us either to repentance or to rejection. Those are really the the only two options. We either repent and we turn back to our creator or we reject him and harden our heart against him. And unfortunately, for for many people, what we see in Romans and what we see in Revelation 16 is that they continue to reject God's authority in their life. They refuse to glorify him. They refuse to give him thanks. And what is God's response to people's rejection of him? Well, Paul goes on to say this, Therefore God gave them over in their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the created things rather than the creator. You see, God doesn't force us to follow him. He doesn't force us to to worship him. In fact, he gives us what we want. And if we continue to reject him, he will give us over to our sinful desires. And we end up, Paul says, exchanging the truth about God for a lie. And we worship what has been created rather than the creator. And this is exactly what we're seeing happen in Revelation 16. People are rejecting God and hardening their hearts against him. So we see the angels continue to pour out God's wrath. And as they're pouring out judgment and wrath, the the enemy, the dragon, the beast, you see them begin to prepare for battle. 
They begin to, to gather as many followers as they can. And then God gives us this warning in Revelation 16, 15. He says, look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and who remains clothed so as to not go naked and be shamefully exposed. You see, as believers, as followers of Jesus, we are called to to stay awake and to be ready because we don't know when Jesus is going to return. We don't know when he's going to pour out his judgment for the final time. And he says that he will come like a thief. It's going to be sudden. It's going to be unexpected. So we must remain alert and sober-minded. So today, I I want us to, to pray for ourselves as believers that we would be ready, that we would be prepared, that we would not fall asleep or become complacent in our faith, but that we would live with a true sense of urgency. But let's also pray for for those in our life who who don't know Jesus, whether it's a family member, a coworker, a neighbor, that God would break their hard hearts and that they would respond with repentance and turn to Jesus for their salvation before this final judgment. We know that, that God is slow to anger. He's abounding in love and mercy and desires that no one would perish, but that they would turn to him. So Father, our our prayer today is is we know that the reality of the future, that you are going to to return. You are going to, to bring your just judgment. And God, help us to be ready for that. Help us to live with a sense of, of urgency, to be alert, to be sober. And God, I also pray for, for those in our life who, who don't know you. God, that you would do whatever it takes to break their hard heart, to turn them back to you, and that they would respond in repentance uh, to, to, to you, that they would enter into a relationship with you and to look to you for their salvation. So Jesus, we, we love you and we pray all of this in your name. Amen.